From NPR Music, this is Alt Latino. I'm Felix Contreras. Earlier this summer, we visited three large summer music festivals with tons of Latin alternative music from New York, Chicago, and Philadelphia. And this year, we add another festival to that lineup. The third annual Los Dells Festival took place in Wisconsin. Yep, I said Wisconsin, and in a place called Wisconsin Dells. It's located halfway between Chicago and Minneapolis, almost smack dab in the middle of the Midwest. The festival's ability to draw a big-name Latin music artist reflects the growing influence of the Latino community far away from long-standing and much larger seats of Latino influence on the West and East Coasts. Ozuna, Mana, Daddy Yankee, Luis Fonsi, and Café Tacuba have all played Los Dells, and so have much younger alternative bands and even regional favorites. And this week, in addition to hearing artists talk about musical expression, some will also reflect on the value of a festival like Los Dells and the impact it has on their careers and in bringing the Latino community together through music. I want to thank Kenny Pettis and Jordan Lee from Radio Milwaukee, or Radio Milwaukee, for volunteering to spend a weekend listening to great music and gathering interviews against a very scenic backdrop in the middle of Wisconsin. Someone has to do it, and I'm happy it was them. So let's go from the studio here at Alt Latino World Headquarters in Washington, D.C., to Wisconsin Dells. Kenny Lopez spoke with Jimena Sariñana about her latest album and the role of a festival like this, both in Latin music and Latin communities. So my question to you is, uh, you had mentioned about uh, playing shows with Latinx bands in, in Mexico, but not as many in the Midwest. What do you think about Los Dells and what they're trying to do here, what they're trying to accomplish here in Wisconsin? I think it's really important because one of the things that I did realize when I was touring around here is there are a bunch of Latinos everywhere in the States. You know, it's not only the typical states that you hear most of. We're really all over the place. Yeah. And I, I remember thinking while I was touring over here was like, because every single show there would be a couple of people uh, in the audience, um, Latino audience, and, and they would be asking or being like, you know, you have no idea how many people listen to your music here. It's just maybe there's not like an organized plan, um, like a good promoter that's organizing uh, your kind of music uh, shows in the Latinx community. And that's, you know, that's something that definitely, you know, would make your shows. Um, a lot of people would hear more about you and would want to go to your shows. And I think that's really why a festival like Los Dells is so important because it's somewhere where we can showcase um, Latinx projects and um, because it's very difficult to say Latinx music because yeah, it's yeah. so diverse and oh, so yes, different. Yes, um, and I think that's that's just great that what, what they're doing here. Well, what you're doing is great in your, your latest album. What all went into that, like your thought process in creating that? Well, I've always considered myself a musician. Um, and I think when you are a true musician, you um, feed off of all these different um, genres and you know you're just curious of, of, of experimenting with all these kinds of music I mean I, I listen to all kinds of music and um, and I just I really um, felt that I hadn't experimented with more um, Latino um, I guess Latino beats um, and I re I'm really into electronic music I'm really into pop music and right now uh, Latino Latino pop is going 
really into you know things like uh, Jamaican dance hall or reggaeton or um, you know uh, more like you said Afro uh, beats and I just uh, really wanted to experiment with that and make music that you could dance to um, but you could also feel identified with the lyrics and you know that the lyrics would have um, some sort of a, a, a cool message for young uh, women and girls in particular. Jimena, what does uh, your childhood smell like? My childhood smell like? Mm, I think really probably ripe mangoes and avocados. Okay. Because um, my grandparents, I used to spend a lot of time down in Guadalajara, uh, where I'm from, and actually, you know, where my grandparents still live. Um, they used to have a huge um, avocado tree. Um, and they would have fresh avocados always with each meal. And um, I especially remember summers because um, that's when, you know, you wouldn't be going to school. And so there were a lot of, you know, adventures to be had. Yes. Um, and it's also the season for mangoes in Mexico. Mm. So um, mango was always my favorite fruit. And it just it was just great to to go back and, and, you know, be eating mangoes all day and, you know, spending time outside and running around and eating avocados. <laughs> Thank you so much. You've been amazing. Thank you. Okay, let's hear a little bit of music from Jimena Sariñana's latest album, Donde Bailarán Las Niñas. This is called Si Tú Te Vas. Si Tú Te Vas No te das cuenta lo que perdiste Y aunque me importe lo que me hiciste Voy a encontrarte en otro lugar Si ya no estás No dudes que te voy a olvidar Si Tú Te Vas No te fallé Estoy segura que yo no te fallé Perdí mi tiempo pero no me arrepentiré Mi corazón llegó a quererte pero tu corazón Tuvo la suerte y no lo supo hasta que perdió Ya lo verás, no te preocupes por mí Tengo mil razones para ser feliz 
Okay, next up we hear from Emmanuel de Real, also known as Meme, from the iconic band Café Tacuba. And Kenny Perez asked him a very interesting question. How does a band with almost 30 years of history respond to the changing music scene and the constant shifting of what music fans are looking for? As a band, we noticed that the new generation are putting the, their attention to some new uh, music got to do with more uh, electronic or more uh, trap music mm -hmm. or reggaeton music. And I mean, it's hard for us now to, to, to see that and um, realize that, that the, the way the people is approaching the music is not uh, something that they are related to our music or our career. But it's a question of, of life and history. And, um, and now, uh, for me, it's, cha it's challenging. Uh, but it, at the same time, it's, it takes you out of your comfort zone. And it's, it's the best thing that can happen to the creation, to, to start from another point of view. At least that's what I believe. Um, uh, it's not that what we do is like completely dead or whatever, but it has changed as i never seen before. And uh, that's something that I like. And so I'm trying to listen to a lot of, you know, what is going on now. Uh, as always, there are uh, incredible things and a lot of things that I don't like. But uh, I mean, from from the past to the vintage stuff to, to the new stuff, I'm, I'm always trying to, to catch a little bit. Awesome. And you've, uh, Café de Cuba, been, been making music since 89. Since making your first album to the album now, uh, Hey Baby, there's one cancion, it's called El Mundo. En que nací. Can we talk about that, that song and how that came about? It's a song I wrote. And got to do, yeah, with, uh, pretty much with life. I mean, with, with the experience of seeing your, your kids, mm -hmm. like when they're born, when they kind of grow. And uh, at the same time with the fear, with all those new uh, ideas and feelings that you experiment when you are you become a father, mm -hmm. a parent, and uh, and you didn't expect to, to feel that amount of love, of that kind of love, and that kind of fear also at the same time. So and you start thinking and worrying about some stuff that you didn't before. So it's a, a reflection about that moment, yeah. Okay, this is that tune, El Mundo en que nací, from Café Tacuba. sepas cuál ha sido mi única verdad nada jamás me ha hecho tan feliz como el día que llegaste a este mundo y por primera vez te vi cargarte entre mis brazos y mi nariz en 
Entonces ese día supe que Primero dejaría que un avión cayera sobre mí Antes que algo se acercara Y pudiera hacer algo de daño en ti El miedo me quiere paralizar Y encuentro algo que me hace caminar Me dejo en esta redención es tu amor mi única y completa salvación Y aquí voy queriendo comprender Que este es el mundo en que nací A mi padre y a mi madre Ahora que los tengo aquí Por traerme y por cuidar de mí Los amo por hacerme lo que soy y lo que fui Y no sé cómo será Este mundo que te voy a dejar Espero no equivocarme Y algo bueno poderte yo enseñar El miedo me quiere paralizar Y encuentro algo que me hace caminar Y ahora que no pregunté Justificas mi existencia cuando tú me ves ya You're listening to Alt Latino with a visit to the Los Dells Festival in Wisconsin.
Now, Kenny Perez and the Radio Milwaukee team hear from Natalia Lafourcade about how she represents her culture through music. I feel very proud of my roots and being Mexican and come, I mean, we come from, I come from Veracruz, like I came from Veracruz, like it was first from Veracruz to the city and then a whole day here and, you know, it's a long journey, but at the end, it makes me feel very happy to have those um, special things that I put into my music that come from from Mexico, from our culture, culture and history and all that, to put all that into my music in a way I can do it and then share that with people. And I love love when they like it. It makes me feel so happy that they like a song like Mi Tierra Veracruzana or Tu Si Sabes Querer, man. Those are songs that, or the, the cumbias or, I don't know, it just feel, feels great to see that people love it. Yeah. Coming here to Los Dells, I mean, this is the middle of Wisconsin. Um, the people that are here today, they don't live around here. So they've come from Minnesota, from Chicago, from Milwaukee. What is it about this festival or being asked to do this festival that's unique to other festivals that you've done? Well, I think this place is amazing. We, When we arrived, there were so many trees and los venados. Había una venada mamá y un chiquitín recibiéndonos, saying hi, welcome. There was somebody telling us that there, there's uh, tents like for camping. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I remember long ago, when I was going to festivals and camping with my friends, and not anymore because I'm too old for that. But uh, you're never too old. <laughs> you're never too old. <laughs> not for that yet. <laughs> I did that like seven times in a row for for some festivals here in the states, and it's amazing, like to having the chance to see so many bands and musicians and great music. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I wish I I could stay longer, mm-hmm. or like to really see all the bands that that were here. Seems to be really really nice. Okay, let's follow that with some music. This is Natalia Laforcada and her song "Derecho de Nacimiento" from her album Musas Dos. Hacerlo brotar 
You're listening to Alt Latino. I'm Felix Contreras. We don't usually do this, but we're going to hear from the promoter of the event, who says putting on an event like Los Dells is both a business decision and a cultural statement. We're out here in Wisconsin. <laughs> we're out here in Wisconsin. I, uh, I saw on social media someone said Wisconsin, which, which was awesome. <laughs> they spelled it with the G. We are in a, a part of the country that people don't really think, uh, associate with Latinos when they think about it. They think about cheese, they think about beer, great things happening there, you know, but there's also a lot of Latinos here. Already the Latino population in the United States is underserved. I mean, severely underserved. When you're not the mainstream, when you're not the majority, it's going to happen, but that's why we wanted to provide something that, like, fill a void. We wanted to fill a void and provide something uh, that would bring Latinos together. So, and when you're at Los Dells, it's like a big, beautiful, peaceful, happy celebration. And it's a, a celebration of culture and food and music, which is primarily what it's about, it's music, but, it, but it, everything else surrounding it just falls into place because of that, because everyone's so happy to be able to experience all these artists coming to, to Wisconsin that would otherwise not come here. This is the music of the band Salt Cathedral, and if you're a fan of their music, you may notice something very different. They're singing in Spanish. And why is that a big deal? Well, Kenny Perez asked the band about that backstage at Los Dells. I saw on your Instagram that a new album is coming. Yes. Carisma? Si, Carisma. Talk about the journey to finally releasing a full album. Wow, it has been quite the journey. Um, I can be very honest and very candid. We we had made an album and it was done, it was finished, and it was called Big Waves, Small Waves, and we released some songs on it, uh, like three songs, and the third song did really well on, on Spotify. Had millions of streams, we don't know how, we don't know why. We had no press, <laughs> no PR, no label. And uh, we signed a record deal and we thought the record they were going to release was the record we had. It turns out, it very politely, they kind of slowly told us it wasn't. And so they wanted us to add songs to that, but as artists, we didn't feel that just, you know, compiling songs would make a lot of sense. So we decided to write an entirely new album, different album. So it took a while. So we basically have written two. We haven't released our first one. And this is the first one we're going to be putting out. Um, it's the first time we're putting out songs in Spanish, so I guess that's cool. I know it sounds really weird that we're from Colombia and we, our music has been complete in English. We are part of like the MTV generation in Bogota. Bogota was like a very rock-oriented city, and it still is. It's not very Caribbean. It's very like hardcore metal, uh, reggae, uh, a lot of things in English. And then like, or like for example, like the things that would resonate there would, would be like things like Gondwana from Chile or Cultura Profetica from Puerto Rico. And so we grew up with a lot of those things, but and it was completely in English, you know. And then we moved to to the states, and we've been here for ten years. So, and we I, went to school for jazz music. So I was basically th singing, you know, like jazz. And I, I know it sounds weird, but you know, like when you go to Bogota, Future Islands is huge, mm. Falls is huge. You know, like the indie rock is huge. You know, Alt J is huge there. You know, um, and so it kind of makes sense. Our music is a reflection of us. So right now. 
maybe two or three years ago, uh, we got very heavily into dancehall and into reggae and into dub. And then reggaeton wasn't our thing. No, like, you know, we danced to it and it was like fun, but re like it wasn't our thing, honestly. There was and a strange thing about reggaeton in Bogota, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but it was like we would go and dance reggaeton every Friday and Saturday. No one would talk about it. It was like badly seen, but everyone would indulge in it. We'd all go to Masai and Andres and all these places to dance, but no one would like, it wasn't music that during the daylight, you know, mm. until J Balvin showed up and he was like, you know, this is called reggaeton and this is cool. And he like kind of changed the, the connotation of the name itself. Mm. Now it's cool. Now people are like, it's okay to say you like reggaeton. So we always grew up with it. But we didn't grow up saying like, oh, this is my music. You know, it was like this low-key kind of like There's more people thing. from Medellin were like more owning owning mm -hmm. the reggaeton, you know. For us, it was like party music, but we always thought it was like a little bit not our thing. It was like not our thing. There was a little bit of a survival mode where we like got our artist visa and we had like these three years to live in, in America and being in New York. And we're like, who's going to listen to music in Spanish? Like, how are we going to get on the festivals, on the CMJs and the South by Southwest? And this was eight years ago. So it wasn't like super cool to be mm -hmm. Latino. And so part of it was like, if we want to be in on bills with like people like Grimes or Pretering or like the indie artists who were coming out at that time, we have kind of like our music needs to be in English because nobody's going to understand otherwise. Yeah. And we're in the wrong place. But we really wanted to live in the U.S. And I think this whole scenario has changed. So it's like, oh, wow, now we can do this. And like... People will, it will happen, you know, we can, people are not freaked out. My thanks to Kenny Perez, Jordan Lee, and the Radio Milwaukee team for covering Los Dells for us. It was great to catch up with some Latino favorites at a new location. And be sure to check out the Radio Milwaukee website, where there will be plenty more interviews from Los Dells. And to lead you that way, let's hear some music from Ila Bamba. They were one of the many bands interviewed by Kenny Perez, and this is their song, Mujeres. I'm Felix Contreras. This has been Alt Latino from NPR Music. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>